Welcome to the Taking It Outside podcast from Spring Hill Outfitters, the show that connects you with the outdoors, with experts on guns, archery, cooking, outdoor gear, and more. Here's your host, Trent Lassiter. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another great episode of Taking It Outside inside Spring Hill Outfitters. We're glad you could join us today for another uh, fun field. This is going to be a great episode. Last week was great. Today is going to be even better. We have a very special guest who we'll introduce here in just a minute to all of you fine folks, even though he's not really a stranger to the podcast. Uh, season three, episode 23. As always, find this podcast on all major podcast platforms. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Look on YouTube. You can search for Taking It Outside on there. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Spring Hill Outfitters. Shop with us on springhilloutfitters.com and uh, come join the fun here at the store right here in eastern North Carolina, the best part of the state. North Carolina is a great state, but eastern North Carolina is the best part of it. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, Joe, Joe Gilly Productions, always we thank Joe. If you ever listened to podcasts here on Taking It Outside, you've heard us mention Joel's name. Joel wanted to be here tonight. He actually uh, had discussed about maybe trying to be here, but he could not due to some unforeseen circumstances. But we always thank Joel for what he does here on Taking It Outside, and he has got some really cool stuff planned. Uh, you know, Joe is becoming an uh, avid outdoorsman himself and uh, is great on doing the editing of this stuff as well as a DJ and videographer and everything all kind of combined in one. He is uh, enjoys the outdoors and taking it outside, and we've got some fun stuff planned as we go to Hyde County the next few months to go duck hunting. Some really cool stuff we have in the works for that, which I'm excited to see that as well. So thank you, Joe, for what you do here at Spring Hill Outfitters. We miss you, Joe. And taking it outside. Yeah, best wishes on your recovery. We'll leave it at that. All right. Um... The man across the table is not Miss Ashley. Miss Ashley uh, is a little bit under the weather this week, and she had planned on joining us as well, but she had some uh, some ailments to take care of. She's a little bit – got a little cough going on, and I heard her coughing upstairs earlier, and I was like, maybe it's best if you just sit this one out uh, because I don't need to be hacking into the microphones during the podcast, and she agreed that it's probably what the best idea. So, uh, regardless, uh, special guest here from Kamado Joe. This is his fourth podcast, I think. I looked back earlier. Yep, it's four. And his fourth appearance on Taking It Outside, Mr. Uh, Patrick. How's it going, everybody? Patrick Hunter from Kamado Joe. He you resides up in, in March. Right? Uh, I think I looked earlier, we've done two in April. And we've done one in July. Oh, and everything that Patrick, uh, obviously, he is our contact there at Kamado Joe and has been a friend of the store for a long time. And every episode that he does is usually kind of at the beginning of summer, midsummer to July 4th time frame. And I think the one we did, season one, uh, around July 4th weekend, was like the top five all-time listen-to podcasts. Maybe number four or number five. Nice. I looked earlier. So uh, people love Patrick. Not sure why, but they love Patrick. <laughs> but no, he uh, is uh, the grilling expert. If you couldn't tell by him being here and by the title of this podcast, we are talking about cooking and grilling, but with the focus on upcoming holiday season. Hard to believe that we're getting close to the holidays. First one being... Well, the first one being Veterans Day, that's this weekend. But Thanksgiving, we don't grill much on Veterans Day. 
really. Thanksgiving is what we're focusing on today. So before we get to that, uh, we're going to talk all kinds of stuff here in just a minute. But uh, since last episode here in North Carolina, we have had opening day of waterfowl duck season. So we went down last weekend um, and did some hunting at Green Wing Hunt Camp. It was a successful opening day. We killed some birds. It was warm. It wasn't terribly warm, but it wasn't terribly too cold either. And it was a lot of mosquitoes. I did see a snake, and y'all know my fear of snakes. I checked under my my blind uh, bench and did not see one in there. But as I was leaving the field to to get out of the impoundment, I did see one. Thankfully, it was dead. Mm. Laid on the bank. So I can say I saw a snake. And if I saw it that morning walking in, I probably wouldn't have gone in the field. I probably would have gone back to the players and gone back to the house. But uh, killed some birds and uh, had a good hunt. The weather was somewhat cool. And since then, it's, it's hot again. And we got to get the weather to chill out and stay chilled out. Too much up and down stuff. I don't know how it is in Virginia, but it's, uh, it's we had frost cool. last week. Like last uh, – Wednesday, Thursday, in this area, we had frost, and it was 29, 30 degrees in the yeah, morning. we had two nights in the 20s at yeah. home last week. And, and today, uh, the high was 78, 78 oh, degrees. Yeah, it's hot. So we got to get the weather to cool down and stay cool. But anyway, it's, uh, it's all good. Duck season is here. We had a good open day. We killed some ducks, saw some ducks, and had a good time. How many did you end up killing? Uh, we killed uh, eight total. Uh, mostly small ducks, saw some big ducks, but mostly teal and wood ducks. Um, nice. But we uh excited to get back hopefully this weekend and next weekend. And we've got a few more weeks of this November season before it splits out for a couple of weeks and comes back in. Yeah. So, uh, we've been doing that the last few days since we saw y'all last time last week. But it's hard to believe we're only two weeks away from Thanksgiving. It really is. Seems like just yesterday it was New Year's Eve. And now – Thanksgiving, and we have a couple of episodes coming up, and the reason we're kind of focusing on Thanksgiving today, it's kind of worked out a couple of, it's kind of a perfect storm because Patrick happened to be in town, which helps, right? So Patrick was in town, uh, and next week we have the Great Duck Hunt uh, giveaway, and we're going to try to talk to uh, to those guys and do an episode down there, and then the next week is like Thanksgiving week. And we have another episode planned already for that week. And so it worked out that he was here. And the main focus is something we love here at Spring Hill Outfitters, which is food. We love to eat food. And we love to cook food and grill food. And what better thing to use in a Kamado Joe to do that right. on. But we're going to talk about stuff, obviously, mainly focused on using your Kamado Joe. But if you've got any kind of grill or smoker or oven or whatever you have, you're preparing your holiday feast this year you can benefit from listening to this podcast so uh before we get into cooking thanksgiving is two weeks away actually today's friday this podcast comes out on friday so we're less than two weeks away and i wanted to ask you so growing up uh to me my family we never did we never uh holidays weren't a big deal really other than like christmas was like by far like number one right Thanksgiving was kind of number as far as traditions and like celebrating Thanksgiving was right behind at number two. 
as far as Easter and birthdays and anniversaries and whatever, those kind of things, we didn't put a whole lot of focus on that stuff. But Christmas was like here, Thanksgiving, we still did our annual thing and we had our annual traditions that we did on Thanksgiving. Before I get to what our traditions were, like when you think of Thanksgiving, Patrick, like what are some things that, some Thanksgiving traditions either as a kid or the last few years or some things that you kind of think about that you can't wait to do on Thanksgiving that you've done over the last several years? Man, as a kid, I go back to Grandma's house yep. in West Virginia, man. She got that old-timey stove, the wood mm-hmm. stove, fired up and cooking the tur- baking the turkey. And uh, She baked – Grandma baked the turkey. Grandma baked so every turkey. year growing up you had a baked turkey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. 35, 40 of us all together. Yeah, it was always a great time. Of course, she's gone now. Yeah. So now it's my wife, me, and all the kids. We get yeah. together and go to my wife's mom's house. Okay. We all do the cooking. It's her siblings, and I always cook the turkey, of course. Sure. <laughs> Why not? Leave it to the professionals, that's right, right? That's right. Uh, outside of turkey, like anything that y'all did, like let's say forget food for a minute. Anything that comes like an uh, annual tradition y'all did as far as uh, on Thanksgiving Day? Deer as a family hunting. that y'all did. Every morning. Pop pop, me, dad, all dad's brothers get together early in the morning, head out to the woods. Uh, it was uh, one of us every year through my whole childhood killed a deer every mo- every Thanksgiving morning. Yeah, it's um uh, uh Brandon and Mr. Eddie, uh, which I learned about in past episodes of Spring Hill Outfitters to taking an outside um the twenty year video, which I hope you've seen that by now. But um they always hunted on on Thanksgiving Day. That was they, I don't think, I can't remember if they ate lunch maybe. I don't know. They, they, that was their family tradition. Like they they went deer hunting on Thanksgiving Day every year, and uh, a lot of folks do. I think everybody tries to eat a good meal, and a lot of folks in our circle in this industry that enjoys the outdoors is a good day to go deer hunting. It should be cool that day, which some years Hopefully. past <laughs> it's been like seventy degrees. Yeah. Um, but it should be cool that day and a good day to go deer hunting. But yeah, that's always a good Thanksgiving uh, tradition to go deer. Yeah, hunting. we always got up real early and had to be back at the house by eleven. Yeah, so y'all had Thanksgiving lunch, not dinner. That's lunch. right. It was always one o'clock. Yeah, and to this day we still eat at one o'clock. And uh, Thanksgiving parade, Macy's Day parade that morning. Watch the parade uh, every time, uh, every year. And uh, football or no football in the afternoon on uh, TV? Yeah, watch football in the afternoon. Yeah. Was it Redskins and oh, well, Cowboys and Indians? Well, I guess yeah, it's Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it is. So was, <laughs> Every year. Uh, Commanders. Yeah, whatever they are now. Uh, yeah, so kind of. I mean, like I said, we we did Thanksgiving lunch every every year. My family and still do. Uh, Dad cooks the turkey, and we all do sides and stuff, and eat Thanksgiving lunch. And uh, what's gr- your favorite side? Man, I'm not prepared to talk about that right now. I don't even. I got to think about it. I have some side a side conversation coming later. Um, between now and then, we'll think about that. At this point, I'm gonna say, growing up, my mom's two staple Thanksgiving sides slash church homecoming sides are kind of the same thing. Was it hurt? She killed a string bean casserole with and, onions on top. Uh, fried yet a little oh, little crispy yeah. onions, and then uh, deviled eggs. Which I've learned the last like the last four weeks of my life, and I saw a meme the other day. Somebody sent it to me on social media, but you know, like growing up, when you get older, you like you can realize that as an adult, you can go to the grocery store and like come home at night and make your own deviled eggs for no reason. <laughs> like used to, you had to have like Thanksgiving Tuesday. Like, yeah. you, you, you're grown now. 
you can go get some eggs and make some own your own deviled eggs. So My I'm daughter like, Lily came over for dinner a couple weeks ago for her birthday. Yep. That's all she wanted was deviled eggs and steak. I was like, I got you, baby. Yeah, <laughs> deviled eggs. Mom made the best deviled eggs and green bean casserole. That's my two – I would say that's my two staple go-to sides. Yeah. Uh, turkey and the sides and the whole the whole shebang. Uh, football. We watch some football, you know, and and usually shoot. We used to shoot skeet for several years in a row. We go out in the afternoon and shoot clay That's targets fun. on Thanksgiving afternoon, and then the last twelve years of my life, which is a third of it. Yeah, since we opened the store, a third of my life ago, not the old store, but this store, we had the big midnight madness sale, which we'll talk more about here in a little bit. But since we started doing that. You know, I was up here pretty much all day working, uh, getting stuff ready inside the store, working on sales flyers and blowing up balloons and sales signs and marking the parking lot off for the big parking lot pre-party that we have. And so now my Thanksgiving tradition is coming up to Spring Hill Outfitters and working other than eating lunch pretty much all day. I try to sneak a nap in in the afternoon if I can. But uh, So the last several years has been up here getting ready for, for Black Friday. So uh, Cooking. For Thanksgiving. And this also goes for Christmas. Christmas is going to be here soon. we got a Christmas tree up inside Spring Hill Outfitters this week. It looks good. Thank you. Some folks, uh, I, th- I say thank you, I didn't do it, but thank you. Uh, <laughs> Miss uh, Jessie, I think, and, and uh, Miss Kelsey were here yesterday. And then Miss Hannah came by and I saw her fluffing some branches out. But um, Some folks decorated on November 1st. We waited a couple of days, a week or so. The biggest thing in this in this world or in the retail world, we try to get all your customers in the mindset of Christmas time. So you, do, you know, so we went ahead and decorated this week for Christmas. So everything we're discussing, uh, talking about cooking, and mainly on the Kamado Joe, but on anything, any kind of grill or smoker or oven, whatever it may be, is yeah, focused I mean, on even grill. going into your ovens. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't have to be done on a grill. Yeah, yeah. So. These things are focused, of course, this is a Thanksgiving themed episode, but you can use the same ideas for Christmas if you want to. So uh, getting into cooking, uh, the first question is, we talked about this earlier, and uh, Patrick asked if folks in this area did this, but the first question is turkey or ham? What's your go-to if you had to pick one? Both. Uh, pick one? Yeah, pick ham. one. Ham. Ham. I love ham, but yeah. Even on Thanksgiving, if you had to pick one, you would give up turkey on Thanksgiving? No, probably not. I'd probably eat turkey. Yeah. I think most I mean, folks do uh, both. It's such a toss-up. I mean, I, I think I, most so, of them do both. I was both. raised with both. My wife, no ham on Thanksgiving. That's a Christmas thing. So. Yeah. But I always cook a little ham. Yeah, I like I like a good mix. If I had to pick one, I think it would be turkey, especially on Thanksgiving. Uh, Christmas, I could be persuaded to do it either way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's always a big debate. I think most people probably do both, especially like people that you have grandma and grandpa's house and you have aunts and uncles and a big family out and probably somebody's gonna have both there. Yeah. They're gonna do both. So uh turkey, we're gonna focus mainly on turkey. We'll probably hit on ham. I guess you you, you cook hams on the you done a ham on the commodity. I have, before? yeah. I do uh spiral hams with the glaze. So I guess we can talk about you want to talk about ham or turkey first. What do you want to talk about? Something you Let's do ham while we're on it. All right. So I, I'm not a. I've never ever cooked a ham. I, I get a little sliced ham from the town market in Pine Level, like the sugar cured ham. Yeah, salty, but it's good. It's good. And uh, I cook that for breakfast. That's really good. As far as cooking a whole ham, not so much. So I'm not an expert on that or anything really in life. But uh, 
I don't have much experience in that. So if somebody wants to prepare a ham on Thanksgiving on their Kamado Joe and or hopefully Kamado Joe, but whatever else they may have, what are some tips on uh, how do you do a ham? I, I'm, I'm going to take notes myself because I don't know how to do it. So Yeah, I um, do. I what, follow what are the you? instructions. So, so you I buy a spiral cut spiral ham, ham, and all you do is just like do you you season it, or do you, nope. do you just throw it on the grill? I, I do. I put the glaze on about halfway through the cook. How, what is, how long does it take to cook a spiral ham? Um, going back here, I think it's twenty minutes per pound at two fifty. What's the average size ham? I don't I really. I don't have a clue. I'm not I guess I would say seven pounds. It's probably average. Um, but yeah. I'd, just throw it right on the grates in the Kamado Joe and uh, follow the instructions that it comes with. And it adds a little bit of uh, smoky flavor to it. And then when you put the glaze on, you're getting the smoky and the sweet. So all you have to do really is just put the glaze. That's really it. Okay. And it tastes good. It tastes delicious, yeah. And it tastes better on a Kamado Joe because of... The charcoal. The charcoal. Yeah, you're adding that smoky, a little bit of smoky flavor back into the meat. <laughs> and... Every podcast that we do, we always say it's not a commercial or infomercial. But while we're here talking, that is one of the benefits of a Kamado Joe. And we'll even go as far as to saying if you have any kind of grill like a Kamado Joe already. If you don't have a Kamado Joe, we highly suggest you come in to buy one. But any of those ceramic type lump charcoal grills, the, the what makes them so special is the flavor of that lump charcoal compared to a gas grill or a other type of smoker or cooker is what adds a flavor to yeah, it. Yeah, with the ceramics, you're adding the flavor of the charcoal, the wood, yeah. right, back into the meat. But you're also, for lack of better terms, you're steaming it because the ceramic keeps the, the moisture and the flavor yeah. right in the meat. Where you're yeah. with gas, I mean, it's... Yeah, that's what we've always we've talked about it a lot, but it's a whole different. It's not even this. This is night and day, and this is we're not talking about. This is mainly focused on holiday cooking. But while we're on Kamado Joe's or any of those ceramic type grills, it really is. It's it's a big difference, and the taste of the food and how tender and how moist it is. uh, So, we done with ham. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're done with him. So turkey now. So this is the main attraction. You're in charge of cooking a turkey. And I have to say, I have always wanted to do a turkey on my Kamado Joe and never have. And I feel like hopefully after this episode today, I'm going to be really inspired to You'll do one ready. this year. And I've been ready for the last couple of years. I just haven't done it. But I really, and maybe even not even so, like, I don't want my family to depend on me. To do one for the first time and me screw it up. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking what I may do is like get one from Mr. Billy at the town market between now and Thanksgiving. And after your great knowledge, we're about to share with all these fine folks and we, we talk about how to do a turkey. I'm going to do one here at the store one day for lunch between now great and Thanksgiving idea. and try. And then cause if the employees get sick, <laughs> it's better That's than my family, right? No, I'm just kidding. We love all our employees. Yeah, they're going to be honest. No, I, I wouldn't never do that, but no, I, I may, I, that's, that's, I, that's a good idea to try one because Lee gay here. Lee's got a Kamado Joe and Scott, Scott's got a Kamado Joe and maybe, yeah, but they, they have, uh, they know how to do all this stuff. So maybe we'll experiment with one 
Mm-hmm. Here's I never done one before, but I want to rely on you. And I have to say, the last several several years, my dad has done a fried turkey, and fried turkey is really hard to beat. And the reason for that is because of all that Lowry's he puts on the outside, and he cooks it, and I just I can eat the skin off of the whole turkey, not even touch the meat because yeah. it's, it's so salty, and my carbohydrates and my sodium levels are at all time high, probably on that night. But <laughs> it's really good. But I like a it's fried delicious. turkey. Yeah, I do too. So. Uh, growing up, my grandparents, they baked the turkey in the oven. That's bacon, right? Yeah, baking yeah, the bacon, turkey in the yeah. oven. And then, uh, I don't know when it was, the first time Dad did a fried turkey. And uh, I, I like it. That's 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 good. But today, we're going to focus mainly on cooking uh, a turkey on a Kamado Joe. Yeah. And you can still use these same techniques on any grill. Like a Kamado Joe that's not quite as good as a Kamado Joe, it still works. And I... Being the never have never have done this before, I, I did some some research here, and I have a couple of pages of notes that I got off the Kamado Joe website. And I will say this: the number, the best way to learn how to cook a turkey on Thanksgiving with Kamado Joe is this podcast. By far, number one way is to listen to this podcast. After you get done with this, you Google Kamado Joe turkey. There's a pile of videos and articles like this that I copied and pasted here on my paper to sound smart today that you can do and, and, and learn more about it. Um, the first uh, paragraph on here, a few sentences, says there's a lot of ways to cook a Thanksgiving turkey while the oven is great. We prefer using the Kamado Joe for the main star of Thanksgiving Day. Not only does it give a chance to use the grill to learn some new techniques, but it also frees up your oven for sides and other stuff instead of having to Pumpkin put a turkey pie. in there you can use the oven for other stuff and use the grill for the meat so that's our focus today there's a couple of different methods we're going to discuss first of all um before we start what do we need any kind of before a turkey like tools and what does kamado joe have i mean there's like a uh, the jotisserie yeah do uh, you ever use a jotisserie for turkey or not I, I have and it turns out phenomenal yeah but my favorite technique is spatchcock. Yeah, but we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah, and so seasonings. So you. So while we're on that, we have a pile. If you've ever heard of a radio commercial that I've done here at Spring Hill Outfitters, you hear me say we have a pile of sauces, seasonings, and rubs. But we do have a lot, and we also have some turkey brine uh, kit. Thanks to our good friend Mr. Jordan Piper. Uh, who is a Cosmo Q uh, ambassador, I think. Uh, we have some Cosmo Q brine. We have some bird bath brine from Meat Church and a pile of seasonings that do really, really good on turkey. So as we talk about these things, we highly recommend stopping by Spring Hill Outfitters or springhilloutfitters.com if you're not local. And all of our seasonings are on there, and the brine's coming in this coming week yeah, where you can got, use it. You've got the biggest selection we got a lot. of Rubs, sauces, all and different brine, kinds. Well, yeah. Be brines, yeah, everything. And all the dealers that I've got around in awesome. this area. So, y'all heard that, didn't you? I didn't even tell them to say that. Trent rocks it out, man. Uh, so we got a turkey, and before we get into the cooking process, so can I interrupt you? You, I uh, you know what? I'm gonna, you just so, gotta no, take no, the to the house. No, I just want to tell you, you're talking about tools. Mm-hmm. You gotta have a good thermometer. Like the thermometer will make it, make or break you for Thanksgiving morning. Thermopin. Thermopin. Thermopin's my favorite. Sold at yeah. Spring Hill Outfitters. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's an Insta-read. I don't know. What, what are they, 100 bucks or something? Best 100 yeah. bucks I've ever spent. Yeah. Uh, thermo, uh, there's a one now. There's a four. There's a different couple of different options. But, yeah, a good Thermopin. That's, that's a good place. A good thermometer is a good place to start, too. Yeah. Um, 
So you get a turkey, and I'm reading this article here. The first step is, it says, with all these methods that we're going to discuss today, always follow these steps prior to cooking. And this, I never really have done a lot of this myself, but but it says brine the bird. Do you, you brine? Oh, yeah. Brine is important, right? So the, the Cosmo Q and the Meat Church brine that we have coming in, you want to use that uh how far in advance you do it like a few hours or a, the night before or like thanksgiving. we're cooking thanksgiving lunch for the family when do you brine the turkey 24 hours before it goes on the smoker so a day before yeah and for, if y'all didn't know that 24 thawed. hours is a day um <laughs> so you thought a turkey before you brine it yeah so you're thawing a turkey really two days or a day and a half in advance it all depends on the size but a day and a half allow three to four days probably God, you re- yeah. no, this turkey's out tonight. We gotta thaw them out tonight. Turkey is <laughs> Thanksgiving wanna, day. You is definitely want to thaw them in the refrigerator. You don't want to thaw them in the So sink. thaw them out a couple, three days in advance, mm-hmm. and we're gonna prepare to brine. We're gonna brine the bird twenty four hours in advance, yes. which is gonna be the twenty second this year. Thanksgiving is the twenty third. So yes. we're gonna brine the bird twenty four hours in advance, and we're gonna use our Cosmo Q. Or our meat church, Brian, and how does that process work? I, here again, I've never done this before, but you, I, I'm, I'm reading this. Well, if right you watch here, their videos, a lot of these guys are doing it in a uh, Yeti bucket, a big Ziploc baggie. Now, bucket, I do mine in a Yeti bucket, right? So a uh, big bag, and some uh, people do use five gallon buckets and Yeti buckets. I know Matt from uh, Meat Church. Yeah, you know he puts his in a Yeti bucket because he's yes. obviously works for the Yeti guys. But you, yeah, uh, so you pour the you pour the brine in there, mm-hmm. and you pour what water and yep. And mix it up real good. And just drop the turkey the in there. the shelf out of your refrigerator and slide it in there for the night. So the turkey sits in the brine and water. That's all that's in that's there. It. And it sits there over. You cover it? Cover I, it I do cover it, yeah. And it sits there for 24 hours. And then you pull it out. And uh, after you pull it out, what do you do? Pull it out. I spatchcock it. That means cut the backbone out. Split the breast. Smush it down so it lays flat. And then I peel the skin back. Season the meat. I always put a stick of butter in between the meat and the skin, pull the skin back, season the uh, the skin, and throw it on, on the KJ. For those of y'all who don't know about spatchcocking, spatchcocking allows turkey to cook more evenly <laughs> and reduces the overall cooking time. While it may seem daunting, it actually is a very good and very easy method. It is. Uh, say it goes, uh, let's see, 25 minutes at 250 degrees per pound. So rule of thumb, kind of time it. You always cook the temp, not time, but right. it's uh, 25 minutes per pound at 250 degrees. So what's the average turkey? Like, I don't, I, I don't, oh, what's I don't the average know. turkey? I've done them from 14 pounds to 20 pounds. So how long does that take to cook? I was homeschooled, so help me out. Uh, oh, gosh. 14 times. You know what? So, so that'd be, that'd be seven-ish hours. At, you say 25 minutes per pound? And that's how, how much, how many pounds? Uh, let's go 14 pounds. It's like six hours. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you brine it, you get it out, and you season it. You spatchcock it first and then season it? Yes. Okay. And dry it off real good. Dry it off and before you, you, you season in, it? Yeah, you can inject it. You can. Yes, it says now season and inject the turkey is normally prepared to grill. Um, so if we're doing a spatchcocking method, uh, temp of the Kamado Joe, preferably, or whatever grill you're using, what kind of temp? I do 225. Two twenty five with cherry wood. So okay. I use big block Kamado Joe charcoal. Throw in five or six chunks of uh, cherry wood. It gives it that pretty tan color on the on the bird, but it also gives it some good 
mild smoke. I don't like heavy smoke. And so you put the tur- you wrap it. You just put it. Nope. On, you just, just put it right put on, on the grill. And then you check it. Indirect. Indirect heat. So you have to use your deflectors or hopefully your slow roller, slow roller on yeah. the Kamado Joe. And then after the time is close, you open the grill and you probe it to make right. sure. And the, and the a turkey is done at what temp? Um, 160, 160 is when I pull mine and let it rest to 165. 165 is safe to eat. Is that correct? Yes. And uh, you let it rest or no? I do. I pull it at 160 at the thick thickest part of the breast and let it rest to 165. Okay. And at that, then I'll cover it, you know, throw, yeah. throw some foil over it because uh, chances are not everything else is ready to eat at that point in time. But that'll keep it nice and warm. It says 13 minutes a pound. This is hotter. So you're talking about doing it. So always you can do slow. and That's probably talking about baking. So if you're doing it at 350, obviously you're going to shorten your cook time. But if you're smoking, what you're going to do on your Kamado Joe, yeah. your Traeger, you're on, it's going to be a longer cook time. Can you burn it? You said 160, but let's say it's, oh, shoot, it's 165, or oh, shoot, it's 170. Is this okay or It's not? okay. Pull okay. it. might dry be a little bit drier than – at 170, it's going to start to dry out, but it's still going to be delicious. And you slice it up and yep. serve it. Slice it and serve it. The other option besides that option, and Kamado Joe uh, – this little thing I printed off here has three options. Spatchcocking me and one. What's your other? What's the other option that you have? I'll see. Um, I'll, I'll give you a hint. The other two options on here are classic roasting or smoked turkey. Well, we're going to we're kind of combining two of those with the yeah. smoking and spatchcocking. Roasting. Yeah, that's worth a little bit higher heat, I do believe. Yeah. Um, but one option that we've got that you sell here is the rotisserie, the yeah. jotisserie. As long as it's not a huge bird. Yeah, that's pretty cool too. That's, and chickens, you do oh, chickens yeah. and all kind of stuff for that yeah, too, right? Makes a mean chicken. Uh, this says uh, after you do that, you can place a collection of roasting vegetables like onions, carrots, and celery in a full pan and uh, place the turkey on top of the vegetables. Trust the turkey if you want to. Tie the wings close to the breast and the legs. Like the charcoal, get it to uh, 350 to 375. And uh, about three hours, it should be roasted. After two hours, check it, insert a probe. When it gets to 170, take it off. Da, 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 da. So, yeah, which one's what's the better? The better flavor is going to be, you think, in the uh, definitely spatchcock. Spatchcock, <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be the easiest method. All right, most flavorful, most even cooked, too. The reason you flatten the turkey out is to make it even cook. If you throw the whole turkey, the whole turkey in like we're used to when we were kids mm-hmm. you know you, usually your breast is dry but your thighs and legs are nice and moist right so when you spatchcock it it evens out the cook uh <laughs> <laughs> okay um yeah so like i said i have never tried any of these myself but i do have a couple of good buddies of mine that have bought Kamado Joe's from the store and have done it, and they say it tastes amazing compared to uh, – I mean, just like cooking a steak on the gas grill or inside the house versus on the Kamado Joe. I can only imagine if it tastes – the same difference in taste is this, or flavor is on the turkey compared to the, like a steak or something. It's got to be great. Yeah, it gives it that just nice char 
Yeah. Charcoal, nice flavor. Smoke adds that little bit of in a smoke too. So. Uh, so yeah, hams and turkeys, spatchcocking or roasting or jotisserie. And the good thing is you still have time. If you, you know, we got two weeks until Thanksgiving. So you're listening to this podcast. You're like, man, this sounds really good. I want to try it. You still have time to come by a jotisserie and or Kamado Joe if you don't have one of those to help. Uh, cook a Thanksgiving turkey. And one other thing I mentioned earlier about how if you cook your turkey on the Kamado Joe, that you free up the oven and your inside space to cook sides. You can cook sides on the Kamado Joe. Sure. Traditional Thanksgiving sides that we're all accustomed to maybe can be a little bit difficult, but a Kamado Joe essentially is like an oven. So whatever you do in the oven, you can do on a Kamado Joe using indirect heat. And so I know we cook some macaroni and cheese, uh, you know, aluminum pans, macaroni and cheese. What are some other, while we're on sides, and you asked me my, the question while I give my favorite Thanksgiving side, what's your favorite Thanksgiving side? What's your, what's your go-to that you like to eat? Not cooking, but eating. Mac and cheese. Is it? Yeah. And the green beans like you were talking about. Uh, green bean casserole? Yes. I love it. Uh, mac and cheese on a Kamado Joe. What, do you just do like you do like the noodles and the cheese? Do you put anything like funky in there, like bacon or anything else? No, or just I, macaroni I do, uh, noodles? I usually do a four cheese smoked mac and cheese. So it's How many cheeses? Pop, pop. All right, sorry. Um uh, and I like cheese to, and noodles. Yeah, so I like to mix it up. I can't remember the name of the noodles that I use, but it's the spirally ones. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Mm, yeah. yeah, so I don't use the regular elbow. The spirally ones. The spirally ones. That's what so I call them. That's how it's labeled, y'all. But I do uh, cream cheese, mozzarella, uh, parmesan, and then like a Velveeta type cheese, and just put it on the smoker and or on the, the Kamado Joe, and it turns out really good. I do pre cook my noodles though huh. that way they're all done and and there's a lot of uh videos and articles and blogs and stuff on kamado joe's website on cooking sides as well like i mentioned there was on tur- cooking turkeys and ham and stuff but um you know it's the the you can pre-cook or cook the all these sides before and then put them inside and then warm them back up you know and the, the flavor still will be the same the main course is our main uh, goal is to cook the turkey and or the ham on the Kamado Joe, but you can do the sides either before or you know after, or maybe you can just buy a second Kamado Joe and do them at the same time. That's right, I like it. Too. Back to what we were talking about earlier about deviled eggs. Mm-hmm. I've actually smoked eggs. You take them, put them right out of the carton, right onto the smoker on the KJ, and it smokes them through the shell. So when you crack them, the smoke penetrates the shell and make smoked deviled eggs. Next level stuff. I'll send sounds, you. The, I'll send you the recipe, and you can post it. That sounds really good. It's really good. Try that tomorrow. Yeah. Um. We're going so we did the main <laughs> course. We did uh, a couple of sides on the Kamado Joe, desserts. and we hadn't really discussed desserts. As I was about to say, so all your traditional, uh, all your traditional Thanksgiving desserts really can be done on on the Kamado Joe, any kind of cobbler's cobblers and pies cakes. and cakes, anything that you can do in the oven, you can do in the Kamado Joe. And we've done like an apple cobbler, like a cast iron. Um, so your traditional Thanksgiving desserts here again, there's a pile of, of uh, recipes and videos and tutorials on Kamado Joe's 
uh, social media, YouTube, and their website on how to do that. Uh, but you can really cook from start to finish your whole Thanksgiving. And here again, this is Thanksgiving and or Christmas. Yeah, one of the biggest things that I do like the most of is peach cobblers. Yeah. It's a three-part, three-ingredient peach cobbler. Do it in a Dutch oven. It's one stick of butter, one box of vanilla cake mix, and uh, two cans of peaches. Hmm. Dump it in, mix it up, slice up your butter on top of it, and throw it in your Kamado Joe. And that sounds good. A little bit of vanilla ice cream. It's, it's, it's good. It's always a hit. If you want to impress the family this year, uh, you should uh, cook the whole Thanksgiving lunch or dinner on the Kamado Joe. That's right. I'm getting hungry now. I'm not had supper yet. <laughs> um, anything else as far as cooking for holidays on the grill that you can think of that we hadn't talked about? Anything you want to share? Make sure all my stuff here is covered. In the no. meantime, go ahead. Anything else you no, want to talk I don't about? Think or? So. I think we uh, we touched pretty much all of it. Um. Yeah, uh, wood chunks, uh, seasonings. The um, I will say on the the chunks. I prefer mild smoke, so I'm going to use cherry or pecan. Right. Pecan. Pecan. One of the pecan, pecan around these parts. Okay. Pecan, <laughs> right. if you go a little bit west of here, it's pecan, but, but right here is pecan. Some people like to use some hickory or mesquite. It's a little too uh, too smoky for me, but the cherry gives the bird a nice color and a wonderful flavor. Hmm. Um, yeah. Well, there you go. We've got a few more things to discuss, but as far as the cooking, um, that pretty much, I think, sums it up. Kamado Joe's, uh, their website's great. YouTube's great. Social media. You have two weeks to, to get ready. And I highly recommend, after you've heard this podcast and you're very inspired to do one, to do, like I said, while I go and like experiment, maybe between now and Thanksgiving, get one just to try and uh, and try to see how it goes before you have to, you know, your whole family is dependent on it on Thanksgiving Day. But. Right, no pressure. Uh, well, yeah, cool. Other than Thanksgiving coming up, we have the Great Duck Hunt giveaway is next week. We talked about it last night. It's very exciting. Uh, we've got uh, Mr. Oakley and his father are going to travel down to Hyde County with us this coming weekend. We've got a great hunt planned this coming week, not weekend. But he's got a pile of free stuff. he got a shotgun. And thanks to all of our folks that helped out, contributed to that, all the manufacturers. Uh, pile of free stuff that he got as well as a duck hunt at Green Wing Hunt Camp and food and lodging and the whole thing. And we're going to try, hopefully, to get all this stuff hauled down there to do a podcast and record talking to him and some more folks down there next uh next week to kind of uh remember that event's gonna be it's gonna be a great hunt and congrats to him for uh for doing that we also have miss ashley who's a little bit under the weather today she's going uh down south somewhere arkansas alabama somewhere next week to go hunting i think and i'm gonna try to go down there if i can not the the same place but somewhere down in in uh cajun country and find some ducks it's gonna be kind of warm down there maybe find some alligators in the meantime too <laughs> but i uh, excited to go on a couple I'm of hunts here. the next few weeks uh not only in hyde county but also down south so we're excited for that uh, a lot of new stuff 
every week that comes in this time of year to spring your outfitters this week we had a bunch of over under apparel some really cool stuff some casual stuff t-shirts and hats and then some hunting stuff and camo stuff and a lot of cool stuff so uh, over under gear is here some new spring hill outfitters guns ammo and freedom hats one of my favorite hats we've done it's a patch hat and actually, Kent from East Coast Waterfowl, they do that. Uh, they have a new B2B kind of division of East Coast Waterfowl. So if you have a company, Kamado Joe or whoever it may be, uh, they can do as little as, I think, six or 12 or as many as you want. But they can do a leather patch hat. Nice. Excuse me. They turned out really well. And we actually have some other patches coming that he's doing for us in the next, uh, hopefully, a few weeks. Where we're on with Kent, the new East Coast Waterfowl hats, their new uh, – Cypress camo, I think it's called. I'm sorry, I can't if I mess that up. I think it's Cypress camo. All those hats are in this week as well. We got some t-shirts and clothes and all kinds of new stuff. Kent's really killing it. Uh, you've seen him several times here on the podcast from East Coast Waterfowl. He's really, really taken off and doing some great things over there and excited to help him out in that process and selling some of his stuff here at the store. So all that stuff's here. Black Friday, we've mentioned Thanksgiving and kicking all these turkeys. We haven't mentioned Black Friday, and the day after Thanksgiving, it's time to come shopping. And we're working hard on those deals. We've got some great deals planned, and as always, the last few years, we will announce most of those, the biggest ones, I'll put it that way, on the podcast we'll release on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, wait, make you wait to the last minute on finding out the best deals. We'll do a special Thanksgiving uh we're going to be doing some other stuff that week as well, but we'll talk about all of our deals for Black Friday. We're opening at midnight again for 12, 13 years in a row now. So mm-hmm. make plans to come join us. Joe Gilly, the Joe Gilly production midnight madness parking lot pre-party is going to be going on from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. That's right. I said 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. If any of y'all know Trent very well, usually he's not awake during that time. <laughs> Tell so, Joe he's got to wear a shirt. Joe, he probably will. <laughs> I'll tell him. Uh, so, yeah, we're doing a parking lot pre-party at 10 p.m. Black Friday's our biggest sale of the year. Everything pretty much in the store is on sale. Clothes, all the clothes are on sale. A lot of guns, a lot of ammo, some kids' bows, some optics, uh, some gun cases and some cups. Some of your favorite uh, cups are going to be on sale and all kinds of stuff. So uh, not only that, we'll be on Black Friday. We'll also have Cyber Monday on SpringHillOutfitters.com. So shop with us on Friday and then find some other deals on SpringHillOutfitters.com on Cyber Monday. And that's all I got. Our Kamado Joe, Kamado Joe going to be on sale? They'll be on sale. If you want to buy a Kamado Joe before Thanksgiving, buy one before Thanksgiving and if you find me around the store, find out, ask somebody where Trent is and say, look, I heard this podcast and I want to buy a Kamado Joe because of this podcast. I will get, I'll tell you right now, I'll give you the Black Friday deal before Black Friday, but you have to tell them to come find me and we'll do that. Outside of that on Black Friday, we'll have some pretty good deals on the Kamado Joe grills. But if you come in between now and then and want to get one, you just can't wait. You're like, I heard Patrick talking about that spatchcocking <laughs> and I got a spatchcock me a turkey. On Thanksgiving, we'll hook you up before then. Yeah, you got a couple, I think you got two connected Joes left. Yep, just a couple of connected Joes and big Joes and classic Joes and little Joes and wide Joes and (laughs) And sloppy Joes. For those of y'all who don't know what a connected Joe is, it's Bluetooth, fan integrated, Wi-Fi, self-lighting. Yeah. Kamado Joe. Press a button and light it, and then you control it all by your phone pretty much, right? You set everything, and it just controls itself. It's awesome, yeah. Pretty much cooks for itself. 
It does. Just it does all the work. That's what I, I tell people all the time when I cook. They're like, "Man, this the food's amazing." You're the same way. The food's yeah. amazing. I'm like, "This it's not anything that Trent's done. It's really the grill does all the work. It just makes us look." Good. You have That's to know how to. Is. You have to know when to put the food on and when to take it off and how to season it. it does help. Yeah. But as far as the flavor of the food, the grill does all the work. It does. And um, so, always happy to have Patrick here from Kamado Joe. Thanks for being here. Man, I'm glad to just, be here. Just worked out. I feel like you know he's always kind of. I don't want to, you know, embarrass Patrick. He's always a little bit nervous. Always before we start these episodes, but I feel like today he's he's just he's like a natural. Yeah, he's like a natural now. He's just laid back. You know, and the crowd just, is awesome. Yeah, out here, man. you know, the studio <laughs> audience didn't embarrass. Yeah. It's kind of you know he wasn't shy at all today. But uh, thanks to Patrick for being here. Thank y'all for tuning in. As always, we always love our crowd here at Spring Hill Outfitters. And, of course, come visit us at the store here on Interstate 95 at Exit 101 in Eastern North Carolina, right in the heart of Johnson County, springhilloutfitters.com, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Look for Spring Hill Outfitters, springhilloutfitters.com. You can shop with us, uh, find a podcast on all major podcast platforms. Uh, make sure you rate, review, and share with all your friends. That's how we get discovered and we can make it big and make millions. <laughs> We're not quite there yet. Any day now, I feel like I'm going to get that check from the YouTube. <laughs> but in the meantime, we're going to keep doing this and keep selling guns and keep taking it outside, which is what we like to do here at Spring Hill Outfitters. So uh, thank y'all. Thanks to Joe, Joe Gilly Productions. Lights on Cinnamon Teal. We had, I had mentioned this before now in this podcast, but Joe has a really cool Christmas light show at his home, which is just a few miles from here. Lights on Cinnamon Teal. They have a Facebook page. Very official. Lights on Cinnamon Teal. Thank you, Joe, for what you do here at Spring Hill Outfitters and taking it outside. Thank y'all for tuning in. I would say happy Thanksgiving. We're going to see y'all twice again. Between now and then, if all can I say well. happy Thanksgiving? Go ahead, happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Thank you. You probably won't see him again <laughs> between now and then, you but you'll know. see me again, or you may see him. <laughs> Who knows? He may show up again next week. <laughs> Today he just showed up. He's like, "Hey, I was like, what are you doing here?" He's like, "Here we are." So, uh, seriously, that's not a joke. Uh, anyway, uh, thank y'all. We appreciate it. Y'all have a great weekend. If you're going hunting, stay safe. Take a kid hunting. Enjoy the outdoors, and uh, that's what it's all about. So. Thank y'all a lot for tuning in. And until we see y'all again, don't forget to take it outside.